Welcome back to One Conversation, the podcast where we believe one conversation can change a life. So this episode is going to be very different today. First and foremost, I am flying solo on this conversation due to the fact that my co-hosts that currently live in South Lake Tahoe, California are making arrangements and keeping themselves safe due to the Calder fire. As someone who spent the better part of a decade living in South Lake Tahoe, I am beyond devastated to see the way that this fire has spread already and my heart goes out to all of the first responders who are working tirelessly to help try and contain the fire as well as the residents, people, and wildlife alike. So with all of these natural disasters going on and of course hitting so close to home for us as although I am now living on the east coast I still work for the agency Live Violence Free in South Lake Tahoe so this is really hitting pretty close to home for us. And so today I wanted to use this space to help share some safety planning information. And safety planning is really common for our world of domestic violence and assault, as we do a lot of safety planning with survivors who are possibly leaving uh, unsafe or abusive relationships. So in another episode, we will talk specifically about how we safety plan with survivors. But today, I want to share out some extremely important wildfire resources and safety tips, as we know a lot of our listeners are based in the Tahoe area. So we are going to go over six different steps and kind of considerations that we can make um, in terms of possibly evacuating or getting prepared to evacuate the home in case of a wildfire. So number one, it's really important that you sign up for the emergency notifications. And so they're used by county emergency managers to send prepared messages, uh, and that can be done via text, email, or telephone, to people in affected areas. You know, those text, emails, or calls can be vitally important for you and your safety. Step two is preparing the home and family for an evacuation. So. You know, people who live in fire-adapted communities, um, you know, they have to be prepared to safely and effectively evacuate. So things we can do a little bit in advance. Of course, right now we're kind of in the thick of it, right? Some people have already been displaced or evacuated, but we know there's a lot of different residents um, in different parts of Tahoe that are, you know, under evacuation warnings. So possibly looking at evacuating their homes. And so first and foremost, meet with your household members, right? Your family, explain the dangers to perhaps children um, and really start working as a team to really prepare your family, you know, for the specific emergency or for the protocol, right? That you wish to take in order to evacuate your home. Uh, discuss what to do if there's power outages or personal injuries, perhaps, you know, having a first aid kit nearby. Next, learn how to turn off the water, gas, and electricity at your home. That can be a big one. And another good thing to keep in mind is maybe selecting um, a safe meeting point, right? In case at any point, for some reason, you are separated from family members, that could be a really crucial step to take. Choosing an out-of-town contact is a great idea. Uh, it's you know often easier to make a long-distance call than a local call in a disaster area. So having someone kind of outside of the area Next up, identify escape routes and safe places and maybe draw an escape plan, right? So say that, you know, you are staying within the home, you're not yet evacuated, uh, but maybe there's a quicker exit, right? Or a way that you can be really thoughtful in the ways that if you do have to leave quickly, you can do that and be as safe as possible. So perhaps drawing that out and discussing that, making sure that everyone in the family is aware of that. 
and also prepared an evacuated sign. So you can select a site uh, to post the sign where they'll be clearly visible from the street just to let first responders know that that building and space has been evacuated so they don't have to do any kind of search or rescue. Step three is making your go bag. So again, of course, if you have the time right now, if you have that kind of warning period, um, you know, packing it beforehand, right? And who knows, perhaps you're living in one of the areas that doesn't end up being evacuated. That's great. Uh, you know, I'm really hoping that they can get this fire under control and that, you know, a lot of people are just gonna be able to ride this out safely in their homes, but way better safe than sorry, right? To just have, you know, a bag prepared for you. So it should be filled with at least three days worth of supply items. Um, so this can include, you know, clothing and personal toiletries. Also medications, right? Things, especially if you have any kind of medical issues, anything like that where you do rely on your medication. Um, and perhaps, you know, you need to take special care. Uh, you know, insulin does go in the fridge. So maybe having kind of a system in place and lined up for yourself, just so you know that, you know, at the drop of a hat, if you have to leave that home, you're gonna be able to take those things with you. Also, an inventory of the home content. So maybe taking photographs or uh, doing videos of the house, the landscape, especially for insurance purposes, that could be a really big one. Things like flashlights, portable radios that, you know, especially pick up emergency radio stations and batteries. If you have extra sets of keys to the car or the house, and also contact information, right? Perhaps in this go bag you have, you know, um, addresses and phone numbers for close family and friends, or perhaps they're your personal photographs, right? Things that cannot be replaced and you have time to, you know, set these aside, right? So you don't lose these uh, one-of-a-kind items such as photographs, documents, and trinkets. Step four, and this is really important, is understanding special needs of vulnerable populations. And so we have to be prepared, right, and understand that there's gonna be a lot of individuals in our area, of course, evacuating alongside of us, right? And so some people who are perhaps uh, elderly or people with medical issues or disabilities, this could be really tricky for them to navigate. And so keeping some things in mind can be really beneficial. If a family member is dependent upon medications like we were just talking about, uh, if they have medical equipment or any kind of special dietary needs, plan to bring those items with you. Documentation about insurance and medical conditions should also accompany that person. And many special needs populations are easily upset or stressed by sudden and frightening changes, right? And so maybe your plan should ensure that a caregiver or a trusted family member is able to stay with them um, You know, during that evacuation. That's gonna be stressful for anybody. Right? And so keeping that in mind is maybe they will need, you know, specifically a support person alongside of them during this process. Step five is preparing for pets. So making sure that you have everything to take care of your pet as you evacuate as well. And that is a big one. So making sure that dogs or cats or any other little furry friends you have that maybe wear collars uh, are properly fitted with their collars, have identification tags, 
exchanging veterinary information with neighbors and filing permission slips with the veterinarian, authorizing emergency care for your animals if you can't be located. And that's really big, right? So just in case, um, again, somehow your animal is displaced from you and let's say your animal is in need of care, that slip will ensure that that care can happen. Essentially, you've uh, consented, right? Or authorized that without you being present because you have signed that document. And so that's a really big one too and something to keep in mind. And just making sure that you've assembled a kind of pet to go bag, right? That you have food, you have, um, you know, water and food dishes in there. You have water for them, perhaps their restraints, right? So maybe a crate, maybe a chain or a leash or a harness and other items such as paper towels, newspaper and disinfectant, just, you know, for any animal messes that could occur. And the last step is printing an evaluation checklist or just referring to one, right? Maybe you can pull it up on your mobile device, but having that in mind, because some of the evaluation checklists that are out there, I'm not gonna go through all of those steps, but are so vitally important. And so I'm gonna share one down below, but I'll just mention that some of the checklist content includes to-go bag essentials, uh, such as the important documents and medications and things like that that we've kind of chatted about. It even has a section on what to wear and kind of what are the smartest options for you evacuating during a fire how to prepare your pets or your livestock, right? This is, you know, Tahoe can be a very rural area. And so there are a lot of, uh, you know, farms, especially close by to the area. And also preparing your vehicle and more. And so before we kind of go into our meditation here and just finish with something, you know, just to kind of maybe help ease some anxiety and just help reframe our minds a little bit and get us back centered because again, I know a lot of my close friends out there are just dealing with so much right now in terms of change and stress and not knowing what the future holds, right? Not knowing if there's going to be houses left for them to return to after they evacuate. And that pressure is considerable. So we are going to take time to do just a little bit of breathing. But before that, I had heard a really wonderful tip that I also wanted to share and also a consideration as well. And so if you're in a surrounding area of Tahoe that's maybe not yet evacuated, right? Or maybe you're kind of offset and safe from the fire. It's really important to know that wildlife may be fleeing to those surrounding areas to escape the fire. So that means possibly coming into residential neighborhoods and possibly your backyards, right? So first, make sure you're keeping your pets safe uh, by keeping them on a leash, not letting them roam free. And also you can leave out water sources that are safely distanced from your home. And that could be just in case there are dehydrated animals that are possibly fleeing through your area. And so that's a really wonderful thing that you can do. I'm gonna have some wildlife rescue information listed below as well for anyone who needs to report injured or displaced wildlife. Um, but there's a lot more information out there included below, um, even things including how to safely return to an area or your home after a wildfire has happened. So please check those things out. So let's just take a minute here. Um, again, this is such a different conversation than we've had. It feels so different just flying solo as a host on one of these episodes, but you know, my heart again really goes out to everyone. I know there's so many people working tirelessly to really try and combat this fire. And so let's just take a moment together and 
breathe <laughs> and you know just try to lessen a little bit of that anxiety that is pretty inevitable right now and so if you are in a space right now to take on a meditation I just encourage you to get into a comfortable seated position really try to ground yourself ground your feet into the floor really feel your body sink into the seat beneath you use this moment to start just slowing your breath a little bit maybe you're inhaling for a count of one two three exhaling one two three continue with this pattern breathing inhaling one two three exhale one two if it's comfortable for you, gently close your eyes. In, two, three, out, two, three. In this moment, you may have worry, but let it just pass by. Give yourself this moment to focus only on these few breaths and how this breathing is relaxing and giving you a sense of calm in two three out two three on your next inhale silently repeat I am strong inhale remind yourself of that again I am strong feel your breath sending light and good energy to any part of your body that feels like it's holding stress or tension you notice your body tensing up at any point send your breath to that area as you breathe in the words I am strong take a deep breath in through your nose Really fill your lungs. And a big exhale out. Take a deep breath in. And out. One last deep breath in. Think some positive thoughts. Exhale any stress you may have. And 
can slowly go back to your normal breathing. Wake your body up by wiggling your fingers and your toes. You can roll your shoulders and your neck. Gently float your eyes back open into the room. And just appreciate that you gave yourself some time today to really focus on you, promote some self-care, some self-love, and some positive breathing techniques, right? I think when we're going through something, you know, like this fire, albeit again, I'm not physically in Tahoe at the moment. Um, my connection's so strong. I feel like, you know, a part of my heart is carrying that anxiety. When we have anxiety about things we can't change, sometimes it's, you know, about how we process it. And so I'm really happy, you know, if anyone who's carrying some of that anxiety just took that time today for themselves, right? And just took a little moment to just breathe and hopefully calm a little bit of that stress and anxiety down. So with that being said, again, this was a quick one today. Please refer to our resource list below. There's going to be so many things linked down there in terms of, you know, um, how you can reach out some great lists again and resources for individuals who are either being evacuated or there's possible evacuations coming up for them and just other wildfire information, resources, and community support. And so please take a look at what we have linked. But that being said, uh, I hope to have my hosts back with me next week, but I really appreciate you being here for this episode and I hope to see you for our next conversation.